smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. I smell like beef. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome back to Anxious Aliens Podcast. We here. We ballin'. We, we shot Colin. Uh, wait, hold on. I'm going to move the computer a little bit away, just in case it's making a noise. We apologize <clears throat> for the inconveniences, but we're back and we're really excited. Today's episode is going to be really fun for it's us. It's going to be spooky. Spooky. I'm so excited for spooky season. I, it's all over my social media. I keep sharing spooky season stuff. Spooky season is the best time of the year. It is. I I like fall a lot. I just prefer like a little bit longer of what fall should be. I feel like mm-hmm. it gets so damp and cold so soon. Yeah. To then I'm like, all right, I don't like fall anymore. I want summer back because I hate the cold. Oh, see, I don't mind the cold. Mm. My ideal place is like Portland, Seattle, all day. See, I would literally, I would die. Yeah, depression. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go to like a really cloudy, overcast place. <laughs> I just love it. No, I oh. was definitely born, like I was made to be somewhere tropical. Maybe not totally tropical like the Caribbean or like even Florida, like that's too humid for me, but like California, where like their winters would be the perfect winter for me. Mm. Like, oh, I'm wearing like, just a little jacket. Just a little. You know, like... A, like I love the bundling up. Like, give me scarves. Give me big jackets down to my feet. Snow boots. I love that. I wish I could. I just... I literally freeze to death to the point where I'm, like, shivering and yeah. I'm uncomfortable. I have the opposite thing in heat where I just sweat. And now that I have bangs, I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> just cut my bangs on a whim. So you, there's all those memes that are like, don't cut your bangs unless you consult your friends to talk you out of it. I literally only texted Taylor, and I was like, okay, I'm going to ask one person, hey, should I cut my bangs? I didn't like the way my hair was laying that day. Taylor said, yeah, go for it, and I did it. Yeah. And I I have no regrets so far, besides the fact that sweaty season is upon us, and it's sweaty on my forehead. (laughs) To where your bangs kind of, like, stick to your forehead. stick, and they get stringy, Mm. but, um, yeah, so I have bangs. (laughs) She looks so cute. Oh my god, thank you so much. I look like a little kid today. I'm in like a rainbow (laughs) stripes shirt. I have a big purse with a heart. And then my earrings match it. And your shoes. And my shoes. It's cute. I'm a theme. It's a real, it's a real nice get up. Maybe one day we'll have like a video version of this podcast and then people will be like, we always she's say so that. cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's 12. So cute. It'll keep us young and then brands will actually want to work with us because they all really only like young people. Perfect. I, I know. In my haircut, I look like a little kid too. Good thing we both act like 12 year olds as well. Like, yeah, that's <laughs> what we project. We act like Like, mom, don't come in my room! Gosh! (laughs) You're so stupid! (laughs) So angsty. (laughs) I am very angsty. Me too. But that's all gonna be held with therapy. We go to therapy now. (laughs) And you know what? Cool kids go to therapy. Honestly, and I posted a whole thing about that uh, yesterday or today. This is my favorite thing to do, is just to post shit. But not just because it helps me and because I think some of the things I post are funny, but because it helps other people. Like, yeah. when I see people post shit like that, I'm like, oh, great. And it's, I don't know, if it, if it helps at least one person, something that I share, 
then I did my job. Yeah. The internet did its job. Yeah. But it was something about, like, don't be embarrassed to go to therapy. Like, even if you even if you feel like you don't have any problems, you should go to therapy. Like, you should talk about life with a trained professional, a licensed professional. Because they know... And this is what I was telling my friends. Like, I will vent to my friends about things. Like, I, if you follow me on any of my social medias, obviously I was going through a rough time. Um, and I would talk to my friends about it, and I would talk to Taylor about it, but it's... They're not licensed professionals that know exactly what to say to pull you from the ledge. So it's like going to her, she knows exactly what to say. She knows exactly what to shut down, how to retrain someone's brain. Because like I was telling Taylor, I always call myself an idiot. It just comes out of my mouth like second nature and I call myself an idiot. And I did that in therapy and corrected myself immediately. And she was talking about how you create these neural pathways in your brain when you do stuff like that. Um, and you just believe it. And it becomes second nature because you genuinely start to believe that you're an idiot. Or if you look in the mirror and you're like, man, I look fat. Man, I'm gaining weight. That's all what you think about yourself. And that's a neural pathway in your head that you now think that you're fat and that you're an idiot. Oh, yeah. So it's like, don't. Don't say that. I would never say that to somebody else. Like you're in, in I mean, I, a driver. Yeah, know, when I you're mean, like, like you're in traffic, an idiot. Go <laughs> Everyone's an idiot when you're driving. I'm always like assholes. There's assholes everywhere. <laughs> Everyone but me is an asshole. Yeah, and then I look at myself and I'm like, I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh no, I'm a nice person. I'm a nice person, but I'm acting like moment a jerk. I'm acting like a jerk. I'm that was a like moment a jerk. of weakness. But yeah, so we go to therapy now. Yeah, which we feel is important to talk about because we're. An anxiety-driven podcast. Because <laughs> this is an anxiety-driven life. Yeah. No, honestly. For all of us. Like, if there's... I don't know most... I don't know a lot of things well, but there's two things I know, like, the back of my fucking hand, and that's my anxiety and that's my depression. Mm-hmm. It's... And I feel like, no, was I, like, was I gifted this life so that way I can, like help others, like, I, I try not to look at it like that, but in the same light, sometimes I think, well, if I've gone through what I've gone through, which I hope to one day really talk about, like, I want to write a book and everything, but, like, who's going to read a book by nobody that they know, so, like, here we are, starting with a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> but it's, like, if I've gone through all of this, and, like, I don't know, I'm really passionate about it, and passionate about, like, expressing it and not in a shameful way because there's some people that they're very uncomfortable talking about certain things and that's totally fine totally fine but if I'm so already open about it it's like why not share that because I love I love listening to people who have like who had the worst experiences maybe like have hit such rock bottom to where like they lost their family maybe they were homeless for a little bit or like addicted to meth or like whatever yeah and then they have, like, a, an aha moment, and they, like, turn themselves around. Right. And that's just so inspirational to me. And I'm like, oh, if they can do it, I can do it. Exactly. People from, like, the, like, I, I'm not trying to belittle, like, our experiences or, like, how we deal with things, but, like, some people have it way worse than us. So much worse. And they can pull themselves out. And it's always, like, amazing to me to go listen to, like, speakers talk and they tell you their backstory and it's like now they're just up on a stage like inspiring thousands of people. If they can do that, we can go to therapy and figure our shit out and become exactly. world famous podcasters. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll have my book and then I'll be up on stage and I'll be like, 
sharing all my experiences and then people will be like, exactly. oh my God, I've gone through something similar. Right. Or like, oh God, I've lived a nice life, but like, oh, she's lived a really hard one, <laughs> but she's still inspiring me to like, yeah. like I'm not trying to say like, oh, I want to be like famous or I want to like be a when fucking I grow, guru. I want to be famous. I don't know. I just want to take my life and if my life, especially if I'm going to like do this, if I'm going to be here living and like yeah. fully experiencing I want to share that with others. Me too. And then I feel like, oh my God, this life actually has purpose. Exactly. Which again, too, a lot, like Taylor doesn't post as much as me, but she'll post like very similar things to what I post. Oh, I wish I could. It's just, I <laughs> feel like everyone would be like, oh, she's a yoga teacher. Why is she so depressed? <laughs> so I'm like a walking contradiction all the time. <laughs> me too. I, mean, I it, Like I said, I get those messages that are like, are you okay? Like I see... You pick up on the patterns of my social media. Like, right now I'm doing good, so I'm posting a lot of good stuff. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going with that. I I'm lost sorry. my train of thought. I don't post as much, and then that's when I cut you off. Yeah, I don't remember. It's a, lost, it's a lost circuit. Damn, there. no! We both do that. We'll be in, like, the middle of a conversation, and we'll have to retrace our steps back, <laughs> because one of us loses our train of thought. I'm like, okay, you were talking about, you were at the store, you were in, in aisle three. <laughs> Hold we're on, like, oh, right, 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 right. Let's pause the podcast, we'll listen back. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. Never. Um, but yeah. Yeah, so... That's what's going on in our lives. <laughs> well, I was oh. telling Taylor, she's she's <laughs> she wants me to talk about this in the podcast. Spill the tea. No, only if you feel comfortable. I absolutely feel comfortable. Okay. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> I don't give a shit about life. Just kidding. No, we actually we really do. do. We do. That's why we're going to therapy. Exactly. But anyways, story time. Okay. So, I go on like um I go in phases, like, with the dating apps, because it's, like, I don't take them seriously by any means anymore. Sometimes I'm just sitting, like, I've been sitting in bed binge-watching Lost. So I'm sitting in bed binge-watching Lost, and I'm, like, oh, that's, what's up on Hinge? So I look, that's the only one I'll go on anymore. So I'm just scrolling, I'm, like, oh, like, looking for people I know, whatever. Found this one guy that liked me, so I was, like, okay, match with him, whatever. Then he starts talking to me, and he asks me about Taylor Swift, Mind you, anybody that knows me in real life knows me as the Taylor Swift girl. <laughs> but strangers shouldn't know this about me as my Hinge profile has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. There's no, n- none of my prompts say anything about her. None of my pic- I don't have the picture with her on there. Nothing. There's nothing on there. So I was like, how did you know to bring that up to talk to me? And he wouldn't tell me at first. And then, so, I went on this big rant about Taylor Swift. Because I was like, I'm never going to meet up with this guy anyway. So <laughs> might as well just, like, make a joke out of it. So, I, like, called through my mother. Said that she birthed me. Um, you know, just the usual. <laughs> what I tell everybody. Um, I wasn't alive until I listened to her music. <laughs> I didn't know what love was until... <laughs> What motherly love. I'm just kidding. My mom loves me. Okay. Um, <laughs> I got dark. So <laughs> then he's, he was like, I remember you did the Disney College program too. We talked a while ago. And I was like, how do you remember this about me? Like, how the fuck do you remember this about me? And like, my pictures have probably all changed because I change them all the time. But how the fuck do you know that I love Taylor Swift and did the Disney College program? I'm like, this is getting weird. Then he admitted that he knew my sister from high school 
So then <laughs> I texted my sister <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And she essentially said that he had a crush on her in high school and she was like weirded out by it. He's not like ugly by any means, but he's, I don't know. I just am not into it. <laughs> so then he added me on Facebook and I was like, okay, sure. I'll accept this because I want to see where this goes essentially starts messaging me I, I lord if if you are listening to this i'm sorry but like you had it coming <laughs> he had it coming he had it coming he only has himself to blame we won't we won't do it <laughs> um so then he he'll like facebook message me <laughs> <laughs> I haven't answered a single one. He sent me maybe three of them, but the latest one... First of all, he just voted in the poll on which dress I should wear to Oktoberfest. God damn it. He <laughs> voted in that poll, and then before that, yesterday, he sent me a picture of his like Apple CarPlay playing Back to December, a, a Back to December Apologize mashup by Taylor Swift saying that that was his favorite song. Get out! <laughs> Get out of here! Jeez, but I'm I'm not deleting him. I'm letting it happen because he's oh, like giving me more likes. Like my my pictures are getting more likes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then this is what I said to Steph. I was like, "Did you send him our podcast?" <laughs> well, now I fucking can't. Oh no, you can. I can. Yeah, he'll be okay. our number one fan next to Gordy. Here's the thing, like. Never mind. <laughs> There's been maybe some things I've said. Oh, yeah, next to Courtney. Courtney, what's up, girl? What's up, girl? Uh, she's number one. Yeah, she's our number one fan. Some things I maybe shouldn't have said on here because, like we talk about, we're big fans of this podcast called Girls Gotta Eat, which they can talk about literally anything because they have, like, millions of fans. Yeah, so we're, to the point where, like, it doesn't matter because they're, they, they can't. They're doing, they're doing just fine. Yeah. Whereas us, like... We have, it's pretty good. I mean, we're nowhere near millions of fans. Like, oh, not no. even close to a thousand. <laughs> no, we've had a thousand, over a thousand plays. Yeah. But. Which is great. Not over a thousand listeners. Most of it so far is just like friends listening. So it's like, I'm just like, I'll talk about people that I know listen to the podcast. I'm like, eh. But I haven't said anything bad. No, you haven't said anything bad. I hope. No. If you feel offended by anything I've said about you, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Aw. Girl, stop apologizing. Girl, stop apologizing. Girl, watch your face. So I'm reading a book. So I'm reading a new book, and by reading, I'm in the second chapter. (laughs) Uh, But it's called Girl, Watch Your Face, and it's by Rachel Hollis. It's really good. So just like a brief thing, it's stop believing the lies about who you are so you can become who you were meant to be. So each chapter is based off of like a lie that she's told herself. Like, um, oh. Like, for example, this for example, all over the internet too. And oh I, yeah, I didn't know much about it until I saw it on Taylor's bed. I'm like, oh my god, you're reading that? Oh, this has changed my life. So thank God I got a flat tire. I had to go to Discount Tire, which the air conditioning was way too cold in there. Again, I get cold really easily, and then I feel like I'm getting <laughs> sick. The whole and then it's so hot outside. It's just like it's just not a good time for me. <laughs> I hate the air conditioning. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, there's gonna be like a table or like a bench somewhere out in this like shopping plaza like in front of the new new lennox walmart uh 
And then here I am, like, walking around. Like, I felt like such a hobo. Because I feel like in the suburbs, if you're walking around, people are like, oh, did she get, like, a DUI? Or, like, <laughs> or, like are you homeless or something? Suburban life. <laughs> So I'm walking around, and I had to walk my ass all the way over across, like, the shopping plaza to get to the Walmart. And then I was like, well, now I'm really hot, so, like, I'll go in the store, and I'll just walk around, like, while they're fixing my flat. <laughs> and like, I just walked around every single aisle. And then I was thinking, people probably think that I'm, like, shoplifting or, like, I have a bomb or something. Oh, my God. And you know how anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you go to the airport, and you're like, I know I don't have a gun or anything illegal on me, but why do I feel what like... What if one accidentally wants we- in my pocket? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm in big trouble. <laughs> I get so much anxiety going into that thing where you have to lift your arms up. I'm like, what are they going to find? Did I forget, like, my, is my wine key on me? Like, something. <laughs> I love wine. I need it at the ready at all times. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I don't have any knives on me. But, like, what if I do? <laughs> what if I accidentally do somehow? <laughs> what if I have, like, 10,000 pounds of cocaine on me right now? I was just going to go to drugs. <laughs> what if that meth rock is still on me? <laughs> Are they rocks? Is meth rocks? I think so. Okay. I think there's like multiple forms. I don't know. Let us know. <laughs> Comment down below. But uh, so I wound up going to the book section of Walmart and then I saw this book and I was like, bitch, it's $16.08. Well, actually the one in front of it. Eight the, cents. The same book. The price was seventeen forty eight. I don't know how I. I don't have any memory whatsoever, but I remember this. It was because that's like fucking weird. It was weird. Walmart, so it was seventeen dollars forty eight cents. And then I was like, well, I don't want the one that everyone's like been picking up. I always go like a to couple. Of them back. Yeah, I do the same. <laughs> and they were all priced sixteen dollars and eight cents. So I was like, well, shit, I'm gonna get one of these. <laughs> it's a dollar fucking less. <laughs> But the uh, the table of contents is, like, the first lie that she tells herself is, like, something else will make me happy. That's a big thing. That's a huge thing. Yeah. That, like, especially with, like, losing weight. Like, you think when you've reached this certain amount, this certain number, certain number. that you're going to be happy. But it's, like, I can tell you from experience, not fucking true. It's not true. It's not. Or I thought, like, when I moved out to Pennsylvania, I was, like, oh... I'll find, like, happiness and, like, mm-hmm. things will be different. It's like, oh, no, you're, you are yourself and yeah. you carry yourself around for the rest of your fucking life. Exactly. Until you fix the insides. Exactly. Your outsides as an appearance and where you live. Because that's another thing people will do. They'll just, like, jump out. I mean, guilty as charged. I went to Buffalo, New York <laughs> for three years because I thought, you know. But, yeah. no. no. You're still the same deep-rooted problems that we have, like, just kept on the back burner for so long that like now we're realizing this because like we're turning 40 soon (laughs) (laughs) 85 (laughs) it'll be there before we know it but i like that a lot yeah and then the second one which i'm on is the lie i'll start tomorrow oh and i think that you'll really like this because her example was i made a so think about like somebody at work let's just name her karen (laughs) Oh, so I Karen, Karen at work. Oh, okay. So Karen at work. She's, very she's like constantly talking about like, oh, I'm on this new diet, or like now I'm on like the keto diet, mm-hmm. or like now I'm on the like the, the meal Atkins, thirty, whatever. yeah, the Atkins or whatever. Yeah. So say she's like says that she's on the keto <laughs> diet, and then the next day you see her eating like a fucking pot belly sandwich, and then you're like, Karen, I thought that you were on the keto diet, and she's like, ah, oh, well, you know, I tried, but then I had my nieces birthday party and there was cake and I couldn't help myself and then I thought well fuck it yeah I what's the point 
Yep. And then so if she say she does that like every month, once a month, you're start going to you're going to start being like I'm not going to believe anything that this woman says. Yeah. I can't hold her responsible. She's not holding herself accountable. And like the promises that she's making to herself, she's not keeping, so she's not going to keep promises in the world. That's amazing. Right? So with the, uh Rachel the author, she's like so I t- I told myself every night I'm going to run like 5 miles on the treadmill. Or like every day I'm just going to like work out or whatever. So that's her promise to herself. Well, her girlfriends get together who she hasn't seen in like forever and they're like we're getting we're going to get lunch. And but then lunch turns into like, oh, we got some drinks. So now we're having like after dinner drinks or whatever and then it turns into a whole night. Well, she's trash. She comes home. Well, maybe not trash, but she's been like eating, she's been drinking and then she's like all right, well, I promised myself I'm not going to go to bed right now. I have to get on that treadmill and I'm going to run like five miles, which like you shouldn't do right after you ate like a bunch of tacos and margaritas, you know, (laughs) that's not good. But she's like, I made a promise. So if she didn't do it, she was like, I'm not keeping that promise to myself. Oh, I like that. Because that's that promise of like, I'll just do it tomorrow. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm the queen of that. Me too. I'll just do it tomorrow. Oh, I'm read that book. I'm sorry, but tomorrow it has been like what twenty years. <laughs> so like... Exactly, exactly. You so. keep pushing things back, and then it just never happens, and you forget about it. And then twenty years from now, you'll be like, "Remember when I wanted to start playing guitar, and I never did?" Yeah. Meh. Meh. Or how I'm like, "Hey, why don't you film that YouTube video? Oh, I'll do it tomorrow." <laughs> Two months later. <laughs> Hi, I post monthly. <laughs> Please still subscribe. Yeah, I'm like, why aren't I getting subscribers? Oh, yeah, I don't put any content out. <laughs> subscribe to Taylor's YouTube. Yeah. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Well, are you ready for the break? I'm ready for the break because then we're going to get into some spooky Ooh. stories. Spooky stories. <laughs> spooky stories. Um, I don't think we mentioned that. Did we? I think we just said that it was going to get spooky. Because then we got on a whole tangent about spooky season. Well, we started with, yeah, spooky, spooky season, and then we were like, we're going to therapy! <laughs> People are like, is that the spooky part? They're so manic right now. <laughs> we are. We are. We're happy with ourselves. But anyways, we have some spooky stories and a campfire um, <laughs> to play. We're going to roast some marshmallows. Make some s'mores. Sh- sh- Roast wieners, just kidding. I don't think I think that's weird that people just eat hot dogs off of a. Oh, I like that. Off of a stick. I don't think it's weird. If you eat hot dogs off of a stick, I can't even talk. If you eat hot dogs off a stick, come. Um, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you in a little bit. We're back. Woo! <laughs> do you hear? Uh, hear that noise in the background? Pause. Wait, don't, no, don't pause the podcast. Don't pause the podcast. But, like, uh, we'll shut up. We're pausing our voices. (laughs) That's a fire. That's a fire. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's a nice hot, oh my god. Ah, it's so hot. Oh Oh my god, God, it burns. (laughs) Let's throw some weenies. (laughs) All right, so we hope that you guys are ready. Well, hopefully it's nighttime for you. Yeah. And, like, you're, you're like, with the lights off, maybe you're by a bonfire and you've got us on, like, your portable speaker or some shit. I don't know. Or you got us in your your ears. Pull this out at your next party. <laughs> next bonfire's pick. Wait, we got to listen to Anxious Aliens podcast, Spooky Stories. Oh, Rena was telling me that she was listening. She was, like, out floating in her pool or whatever. And she was like, I was listening to your, like, latest two episodes. She was like, I think my neighbors thought I was, like, a fucking loser. I was like, no, you're not a loser. 
I was like, that's awesome. Thank you, Rena. Thanks, Rena. You're the sweetest little angel. (laughs) (laughs) All right, but now the time to get spooky. Time to get fucking spooky. Are you fucking ready? All right, so (laughs) I got this from uh, Reddit. So R backslash scary stories. (laughs) Not to be confused with R backslash creepypasta. Oh, um, all my other ones are from there. Perfect. I know. I'm. I, I really, really. I. Creepypasta. I knew that creepy pot. Like I knew that that was a thing, but I thought that the last podcast on the left guy started it because that was the first time I ever oh. heard about it. And they have so many creepy pasta episodes. Yeah. And then I was. Then everyone's like, "No, it's from Reddit." Reddit. And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> so I've been introduced to the wild and wonderful world of Reddit. <laughs> It's let amazing. Me t- let me tell you, I've spent it's a hole. T- yeah, I spent too much time mm-hmm. on this uh, website right now it's or great, app, whatever. It's a great, great, <clears throat> whatever it is. <laughs> app. Okay, it's a great thing. It's so- a great thing, just like this story. All right, so this is called Recent True Highway Story. I know, such clickbait title. <laughs> and true is capitalized. This is a recent true highway story. So. Okay, okay. Buckle the fuck up. I'm buckled up. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm a 32-year-old female. <laughs> Very close. <laughs> I'm a 32-year-old female, and this is something that happened to me only two nights ago. My husband, Kevin, and I were on the porch smoking a cigarette. No, no, no. Honey. No, no, no. Cancer sick. <laughs> it was about 9 o'clock at night. We live in far out in the woods, right off a stretch of highway that's between two interstate exits. We are looking up at the stars, enjoying the quiet atmosphere of the crickets, glad to have a temporary relief from all of the usual traffic noise. Ah, uh, how peaceful. That does sound peaceful. It does. I love listening to crickets. It's just really I setting up a story. I can't wait for this to, like, <laughs> take, take a turn. turn. <laughs> I heard something and shushed my husband. Even though he hadn't said anything, was that screaming? Yes, it was a woman screaming like nothing I have ever heard before. It sounded like she was getting murdered. Oh, In, be- <laughs> In between blood-chilling screams, she was screaming out, Help me, help me! I look at my husband. We were both really freaked out. <laughs> the more she screamed, the closer she was getting to the house. I could eventually see a figure running along the median of the highway, making their way closer to the part of the highway that was in front of our house. Our house is a good ways back from our driveway, but not far enough that you can't see anything. If we could see her, that meant she could see us. Mm-hmm. We have no yard security lights. Stupid. I know. That stupid. <laughs> That's that really stupid. stupid. You should have, like, that ring or, like, whatever those, like, security systems are that you can, like, connect it to your phone. Right. So when it connects, um, a voice comes over and it's like, get out of my swamp. <laughs> and then the room turns green. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> okay. All right, so we have no yard light, no yard security lights, stupid, I know. So we're in complete darkness. We could still see the highway perfectly fine due to the house across from us who still had their Christmas lights up. I threw my cig in the yard. Bad job, girl. Fucking litter bug. I threw my cig in the yard like an asshole and (laughs) back up to stand in the doorway of the house, pulling out my phone to call 911. She's still in the median of the road, screaming, if anyone else is in, if anyone else in the surrounding houses heard her, they pretended like they didn't. Kevin runs past me inside to get on his to get on his jacket and shoes. I tell him not to go out there, but he ignores me and he gets dressed anyways. As soon as he is out of sight, 
I see a red car barrel up the road and pull over next to where the lady was at. With her in the median, there was still a stretch of highway between them. There was a man driving. I couldn't see what he looked like. I only heard his voice. He was yelling that he was going to kill her and calling her a bitch. <laughs> cool. Ooh, edgy. Cool. <laughs> it looked like he was throwing stuff at her out of the window, maybe clothes. As soon as she sees him pull over, she starts running straight towards our yard. By that time, I was already on the phone with the police officers. But as I said, I live out in the woods, pretty far out of town, and I'll add. So it would take them a bit to get there. I yell for my husband. I tell my nine-year-old son to go in our room where the baby is and close the door. He can hear the whole thing was pretty frightened. My husband runs out out onto the porch and into the yard towards her. He asks if she's okay and she says that that she had gotten a ride from this guy and halfway down the road he started acting really creepy. He refused to let her out where she told him to and kept driving with her in the car. She looked behind her seat pretending to look at the car behind them and saw a roll of duct tape. Fearing for her life, she jumped out of the moving car and started running down the road screaming for help. Kevin starts to lead towards her, but lead her towards the house and by and by now is also on the phone calling the police, having gathered more information that I wasn't able to give them when I had called. They told him to stay on the line with them until an officer showed up. He lets her in the house and her face looks terrible. She is red and bleeding with a couple of spots, road rash from where she had jumped out. She also had that she also said that he had hit her before she was able to escape. She came in and we locked the door, knob, deadbolt, and chain. We stood together near the window, waiting for the police to show up, Kevin giving updates and answering questions on the phone. No, they haven't gotten here yet. Yes, this is the car still parked across the highway. It's the red sedan in front of the house with lots of blue porch Christmas lights, he told them. I was trying not to lose my shit when there was a loud bang on our door. The man was yelling, I know you're in there. I saw you running. The people in there can't protect you. I shouted through the door that he needed to leave our property and if he was smart, getting in his car and drive off. I told him we were on the phone with the police and he... The answer he gave was the worst one I could ever hear. He says, go ahead, call the police. I don't care. They won't be here in time. Bang, bang, bang on the door over and over. The woman was freaking out and crying, saving, saying, help me, please help me over and over. I ran to the kitchen to get a large knife just in case. We had a huge solid iron door, but our windows were easily breakable. Where is this going? If he wanted to get in badly enough, he certainly could. My husband just came from our bedroom with his gun. What? When a squad car pulled up in the yard. Two more following behind it and one across the street where his car was. He took off running on foot. I got you, I got you. He took off running on foot. They tended to the woman and got her home safely. Turns out she lives across the highway from us, five houses to the left. It had been two hours later and they still hadn't found him. There are a lot of places to hide in these woods. I just hope he hides far away from here. What the fuck? I know I have goosebumps and I've already read this. I was like staring at you with my mouth wide open. Like, <laughs> where is this going? And then I thought like once they locked her in the house, like she's the bad guy. And that's like, where I thought it was going to go. That's a twist and a half. Right? And that there's no like, Ooh. like you think like, oh, maybe a fight's going to break out. Like she grabs a knife. He grabs a gun. The guy's banging on the door. They both reach for the gun for the gun. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Right? 
So Ooh. this one was posted Ooh, I got 195 cheese. days ago, but it only has 406 upvotes. And I'm like, this needs more upvotes. Yeah, it does. That's a good I'm story. I'm going to upvote it. I'm going to do that. That's I a good story. My, yeah. my story is a little uh, shorter. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of my long ones. Okay. Yeah, she was very I like descriptive. That. Yeah, I like that, though. I love long stories. I love when they're descriptive and you feel what they're feeling. Oh, my God, yeah. But then I also like when they're short. <laughs> like, you are left to your own devices, you know? Yes, yeah. And you're like, like, the, okay, so this one, <laughs> mine are kind of goofy. <laughs> I did not go, I did search on Reddit. Um... But I also typed in, like, 10 spooky stories, something stupid like that. And I found this page. Some of them are hokey and some of them are pretty good. So here's mine. It's called, He Stood Against My Window. Ooh, that's actually really spooky already. It's a spooky story, uh, title. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I looked up, but when I did, I saw him there. He stood against my window. His forehead rested against the glass. And his eyes were still and light, and he smiled a lipstick red, cartoonish grin. And he just stood there in the window. My wife was upstairs sleeping. My son was in his crib, and I couldn't move. I froze, and I watched him looking past me through the glass. Oh, please no. His smile never moved, but he put a hand up and slid it down the glass, watching me with matted hair and yellow skin, and his face was now through the window. I couldn't do anything. I just stayed there, frozen, feet still in the bushes I was pr- feet still in the bushes I was pruning, looking into my home. He stood against my window. Don't be scared of the monsters. Just look for them. Look to your left, to your right, under your bed, behind your dresser, in your closet, but don't ever look up. She hates being seen. When I read that story, I was so scared to look up. I was sitting in my bed and I was like, don't look up, don't look up. Isn't that creepy? Yeah, and especially when you started, you're like with the window and I literally, we're sitting right next to my window. (laughs) And that's like one of my biggest fears is to like look out the window and see somebody standing there. Oh, every night. So I live in a ranch house. (laughs) Don't don't come fucking free. Kayla is crying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, "Ah!" I live in a ranch house and my bedroom is facing the front of the house. So it's like anyone's going to come. Yeah. It's going to be like, it's going to, I'm getting my, it's going to be my window. And I constantly think that there's somebody out there. Well, you can look out the window, just don't look up. (laughs) So creepy. Oh, that's so creepy. I do. I really like those, like, little ones because... It's just, like, short, concise, but it's like, what the fuck? I was genuinely scared to look up. It's like, I know this is just my anxiety, but, like, what if there's somebody out there when I look up there? What if this story holds a deep curse? Ooh. All right, I've got a shorter one. Let me just get it real fast. Let us know if, like, leave us a comment or, like, wherever. A text. <laughs> yeah, a text. Just reach out to us and, like, if you have any good, like, creepy stories or whatever. Yes. Like, let us know. Send us the link. Send us the whole entire story if you want to or, like, come be on that episode of the podcast. We yes. want to do this especially. I think I said this last time. 
we want to do this especially around like Halloween season. Absolutely. Spooky season. Spooky. The best season of fall is spooky season. Spooky season. Um, yeah, if you want to be on the podcast and tell scary stories with us, let us know because we're looking for some takers. We're snooking for love. Just kidding. Oh, snooking for love. Right? Because that brings us back to our Jersey Shore episode. Listen up. <laughs> Yo. All right. So this one's a little shorter because my other ones are a little bit longer. <laughs> So this is called Julia was a clever girl, and this is from Creepy Pasta. Yes, I know. So oh, I'm so excited. Creepy Pasta. All right. Julia knew she was smart. She was one of those clever children, the kind of child who figures out early on that parents aren't all powerful and all knowing. The first time she realized this was when she got scared. There had been a noise in her room and coming from under her bed or from the closet. Julia ran down the hall crying, Mommy, Daddy, what's wrong, honey? I have heard a monster, Julia globbled. <laughs> she expected them to comfort Julia. her. She expected wait, She expected them to comfort her or roll their eyes or get annoyed. Instead, they jumped up immediately and raced to her bedroom where they checked under the bed, inspected the closet, and tested the window lock. They poked, prodded, and scoured every inch. Julia caught on quickly. She knew that she knew what they were doing. By taking her fears seriously, they were showing their little girl that she was safe and loved. They had probably read about it in some book. But the lesson Julia learned was that she had power. Therefore, waking her parents became a nightly event. Julia would scream and cry. They would rush her to the bedroom, or they would rush to her bedroom, and Julia would hide her grin behind tears. But not once did they ever complain. One night she couldn't one night she couldn't stand it any longer and she burst out laughing when daddy fell down while examining the light fixture as if a monster could fit up there. What's so funny? he asked, rubbing his backside. You, Julia smirked. You always believe me. Dad wasn't angry, he just looked at mom. Once, he said quietly, just once we didn't believe your brother. And Julia, an only child, did not sleep well that night. Oh my god, I got this shivers on my neck. <laughs> Julia. Oh, Julia. God, Julia, you little shit. Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. Oh. Right? Julia Gulia. Julia Gulia. Oh my god. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, right? Fuck yeah, creepy pasta. It's like, don't be a little brat. <laughs> yeah, Julia, or you're gonna get what's coming for you. Find out you have a dead brother. That's so scary. That's scary. Oh my god. Okay, okay, okay. This one's weird. This one's called First Words. Any day now, she'll say her first words. My wife and I have been playfully betting on what she'll say first. Mama or Daddy. I can hear my wife crooning over and over while she feeds her Mama's little girl. Mama loves you so much. Sometimes she's not even subtle about it. Say Mama. Come on. Say Mama. I don't mind it, though. <laughs> I still believe I'll win. When we first brought her home, she would scream and cry, and nothing my wife would say could calm her down. But I knew just how to hold her to help her fall asleep. Our daughter was a daddy's girl. My wife needed all the handicaps she could get. I sit our daughter in her chair, and my wife and I begin babbling like chickens. Mama, Daddy, say Mama. Who's daddy's baby? 
I pull the gag from our little girl's mouth. Please, what do you want from me? Please let me go. My wife's smile falls from her face. With a heavy heart, I put the gag back in as the girl starts to scream. I take her back to the room, locking her in and shutting the lights out. When I return, I find my wife crying. It's okay, honey. I tell her the next one will be better. I promise. Oh my <laughs> God. Isn't that so fucked up? That took a twist I was not expecting. We put the gag back in her. They kidnapped a girl. Oh my please, God. Please don't apply to this week. Say, Mama, say that. Just That's... picture that in your head. Oh, I did. It's so fucked up. <laughs> Wow. Ooh. That's a deep one. That's a deep one. Are we just doing three? Let's do three. Okay. All right. I'm going to save. I'm glad I saved the best for last. I did that as well. I What I perceive as the best, maybe. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. This could be, everyone could be like, I fucking hated that. <laughs> you got two good ones, though, so far. So. Thank you. This one, it might be triggering a little bit. But it's good. For people in general or for Stephanie? People in general, but, like, also us. Awesome. That's what I was hoping your answer would be. Oh, no. Wait, hold on. Let me see if it's in the... Oh, I hope it's here. Please, please, please work. Steph, entertain the the troops. I can't. (laughs) I'll just read my other one. Um, So this one's called Timekeeper. He had been given the watch on his 10th birthday. It was an ordinary gray plastic wristwatch in every respect, except for the fact that it was counting down. That is all the time you have left in the world, son. Use it wisely. And indeed, he did. As the watch ticked away, the boy, now a man, lived life to the fullest. He climbed mountains and swam oceans. He talked and laughed and lived and loved. The man was never afraid, for he knew exactly how much time he had left. Eventually, the watch began its final countdown. The old man stood looking over everything he had done, everything he had built. He shook hands with his, oh, oh, five. He shook hands with his old business partner, the man who had long been his friend and confidant. Four, his dog came and licked his hand earning a pat on the head for its companionship. Three, he hugged his son, knowing that he had been a good father. Two, he kissed his wife on the forehead one last time. One, the old man smiled and closed his eyes. Then, nothing happened. The watch beeped once and turned off. The man stood standing there, very much alive. You would think that in that moment, he would have been overjoyed, Instead, for the first time in his life, the man was scared. Ooh. <laughs> he didn't die. But, like, okay, I like that because he has this wrist watch on that's like, you're going to die at this time. Yeah. So he's doing all these things because he knows when he's going to die. But then he didn't die. And now he's like, now what do I do? Because I lived, I did everything, every single thing that I wanted to do. So good. Ooh, that is good. So good. I'm so sad. I can't find it. So let me go to my other one. 
Oh, it was so good. It was so fucking good. Damn. God damn it. Reddit, why did I copy the wrong thing? User error. It's all my fault. <laughs> it's all my fault. Oh. it's This one's just so not as good. I'm so sad. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I just... I. Re- Oh, I'm going to save it. And for the next one, that's what we're going to start with. I'm going to say that. Okay. Reddit po- okay. It's so good. Okay, that's how we'll start the next yeah. one. So stay tuned for this. Like, we're really. <laughs> I'm really hyping really it up. It's really this. not going to be that great. It's going to. <laughs> and if it's not, we'll find one that is and just like play it off. Like, that's the one. Totally. So just like stay tuned. <laughs> but here's another. Here's a final scary story of the night. Oh, it's really long. So again, buckle up. Get a cup of tea. CBD tea, so you can relax from the scoop spooky story. <laughs> All right, this is a creepy pasta. It's called Fifty One Colon The Night of Blood. It's a good one. It's just really poorly gramma- gramma- okay. grammatically aired uh, essay. So, <laughs> if I fuck up, it's not me. It's the person that wrote this, the author, <clears throat> and a little Perfect. bit of me. Perfect. What I'm about to tell you is classified information. Information was removed from information that was removed from the public eye a long time ago. Fragments of it still exist, but it's locked away in a secret facility deep in the Nevada desert. I'm gonna oh. s- Ooh, right? I'm gonna stop here and give you a clear warning. What follows is something that you were never supposed to know. So if you feel like going about your life never knowing about that tragic day, then please leave and do something else. All right, so we're going to shut this off. <laughs> uh, and I got to go, so thanks, bye. I'm going to heed this warning. Um, there are, oh, God, they put there as in, like, oh, EIR. God damn it. Come on. <laughs> Get it together. Get it together. There are many other stories for you to read. There are also a multitude of cat videos, tech reviewers, and mumble rappers on YouTube to watch. That's like, all right, it's trying to be funny. But that is very you true. You could do that after the scary story, though. <laughs> you could do anything else you want to have a more pleasant day. It's like, all right, calm down. Shut the fuck up. My source comes deep inside the facility I mentioned earlier. Designated facility 51 of <gasps> countless around the world. My source remains anonymous, only calling himself or herself X during our communications. Mulder. (laughs) Fox Mulder. (laughs) (laughs) That's for the best, as if their superiors had found out, the punishment would be unthinkable. Last Sunday, X had sent me an email containing what's called... One of the stories of the century. As a reporter who had been in deep cover with the mafia, crooked government organizations, and propaganda-based news stations, I had seen many stories of the century, and I was sure that X didn't have one. (laughs) I emailed back telling him I wasn't interested. I, quite frankly, could find my own story. Okay. Right. Later that night, X had replied. An email with a single video attachment and the subject oh. line saying, watch me. Is it like anonymous? 
Holy shit. Watch I honestly me. didn't care much for this <laughs> anonymous person. And I didn't believe that he actually had a good story. I was like, yeah, we got that part. <laughs> I was about to turn off my computer and go to sleep, but I didn't. You know when you're about to do something and you have a bad feeling about it? Yeah. Like when you're hungry and you know you're about to stand up and go to the kitchen, but the thought of actually doing that makes you sick to your stomach. Like, why are you... What? No. I'm going <laughs> to... I'm always like, I'm going to go eat a whole roll of Oreos. Of course I'm going to the kitchen. I have a box of cheeses that I ate there. (laughs) (laughs) What is this guy talking about? Keep going, keep going. Like, you are hungry, but eating makes you feel like you're going to throw up. That's how I feel. It's like... Totally okay. relatable, not... <laughs> yeah, I totally get so you it. you didn't have to add that part in. <laughs> I totally get it. Well, that's how I felt. So instead of going to going to sleep and then going on with my life, I pressed play. I wish I hadn't. The video file was about three hours long and was a single stream of shaky cam footage. It was presented as it was recorded. Okay, uncut. When I was done watching it, I threw up, and then I threw up again. (laughs) So he didn't eat? (laughs) And then a few minutes later, I threw up again. (laughs) Bro, you good? What was in this video? This guy's on something. I didn't know what to do with this. I tried replying to X, but he didn't respond. <laughs> I transferred I transferred the file the file to my cloud server and went to bed. The night went by slow and without sleep. The whole time I spent in bed, I was thinking about how to deal with the video and the ramifications if it if if it would have on the that it would have on the world. Being the person I was, I could just not ignore this. I needed to do something, but I needed to know more first. Monday morning, I went to work, and as I entered the third floor office, I realized that I was fired. All my stuff was boxed <laughs> up and ready to go. Bro, I was having a real rough time. Mercury retrograde for sure. <laughs> it's his return of Saturn. <laughs> All my stuff was boxed up and ready to go. Apparently, my history with the organizations I outed was unethical. It had never been a problem earlier, but before I could protest, I was escorted from the building by security. I sat in my car for a while. (laughs) After that, me being fired had to be about the video. But how did they know whoever they are? Find out about this so quickly. I came home to find my apartment torn apart. It was like my furniture had volunteered to be part of a nuclear explosion. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I wasn't surprised. It was not the first time that an organization had tried to take me down. But it's like, okay, Alex Jones. You know who he sounds like? Alex Jones. The birds aren't real guy. Where he's like, the birds keep making nests in my yard, so I have to keep moving. (laughs) Is that who wrote that? I think that's this. Yeah, that's gotta be. Damn. I came home. uh, Oh, uh, I was not surprised. (laughs) It was not the first time. Uh, They weren't telling me. They weren't telling me to stop what I was doing. They just came in, smashed my computer to shreds, took my hard drive, and left. That was three days ago. They tried to follow me, but failed. <clears throat> I have my ways of escaping. I'm now hiding in a remote location, but I'm almost sure they're closing in. I still have the video on my cloud server, and I tried to upload it to different social networks three times. Kept- <laughs> like, you just see it pop Facebook, up on Facebook. MySpace. What's the other one? Instagram. Um, I'm now hiding in a remote location. Oh, it keeps getting taken down, so I'm going to try my best to narrate it to you. Hour one. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. A block party is happening as some teenage boys record it. Families get together and it starts to get dark. 
Close to the end of, a, to the video, a light mist fills the air and people start coughing. Nice. Hour two. Dun dun. CSI. <laughs> people are getting. That's law and order. Dun dun. Uh, people are getting more and more sick and medical attention arrives. It seems like everyone is in pain and the mist gets stronger. Emergency rescue services are about to move people when trucks full of men in war armor and hazmat suits show up. Why? Hour three. Dun dun. The boys are now hiding the recording device as the men quarantine the area. They don't seem like government officials. The mist suddenly turns into a thick... Oh, they didn't put a C in thick. Into a thick Thick. fog. As it touches people, they melt. They're melting? Like Alex Mack? Yeah! Oh, fuck! So good! (laughs) The men in armor are unaffected, but overwhelmed by the people they are trying to contain, and the entire place turns into a riot as people are melting. Soon, (laughs) Soon after the teen holding the recording device touched the fog, he drops it. That's as far as the video goes before it ends. I don't know what happened or how to rationalize it. I think I'll have a lot more to think about, though. Last night, X messaged me. He wanted to know if I was going to help. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I haven't replied yet. <laughs> the end. Are you serious? I told That's you. so good. It's <laughs> so funny. I like um, that you would, like, point out the grammatical errors, too. Like, I just T-H-I-K. They spell organization with an S and not a Z. Oh, that's, like, a UK thing. Oh, they could be from the... That would make a lot more sense. <laughs> you should write it. <laughs> then there well, would okay, be, like... Now we're going to go back and reread that <laughs> with a British accent. Hello, <laughs> puppet. Hello, puppet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, I like that one, so... Yeah. Very entertaining. I'm not very scared of it. But I did like that. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it wasn't very scary. It was just it was more kind of like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of like, okay. Like, he, that person, whoever it is, they need to just kind of tweak and define and keep practicing at writing because they could be really they good. Could be good yeah. But there's some stuff that's like. Well, the, yeah, that's the good thing about the internet and people, perspective writers. You have this outlet, people can give you criticisms and. Constructive criticisms only, please. Yeah. So I'm trying to write a story. I mean, I guess we did kind of just tear that guy into an asshole. <laughs> a <laughs> little bit. No, we liked that story. Yeah. But yeah. Stay tuned for, um, do, do you know what it's called? This one? Yeah. Obsessive compulsive disorder. That's why it's really hard to find right now because I'm putting yeah. that in and it's only I coming understand. up as like mental health stuff. I'm like, no, give me the funny story. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the person with OCD who turns their OCD into something that's funny and scary. Yeah. As if OCD isn't scary enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it has such a... Ooh. No. God damn it. Okay. All right. Well, next time. Next time. Thank you for listening to our spooky stories. Um, Rate us on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Please rate us on Apple Podcasts. This Give is- us all the love. <laughs> that's a fireplace okay we love you uh, we hope you like these stories um if if <laughs> um sleep with the nightlight on <laughs> don't look up just remember don't look up yeah and don't get in a car don't let somebody drive you home yeah no, no. i mean unless they're your friend yeah, yeah but like, then again or like an uber but like check your ubers check your uber that's a whole new thing yeah people are getting sexually assaulted in lifts people are getting in the wrong ubers and getting kidnapped yeah so, um, PSA, careful. <laughs> careful what you do. 
<laughs> just don't leave your house. <laughs> Essentially, become a hermit like us. Yeah. Okay, love you so much. Love you so much. Share this with a friend. Share this with a mom. Share this with a dad. Share this with a brother. Share this with a... <laughs> share this with your teacher. Share this with your boss. Share this with your therapist. And then... Yes. Everyone can help us get help. Help us. Help us. Help us. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye.